Oh, it's you. I thought it was going to be someone else. I... I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed. No. No, it's great. I... No, I wasn't texting somebody else and, and you're the one that has come. Uh, like, I know I was using... Uh, I called you something else in the... T I don't know why you didn't say something about that. I uh, didn't pick up on that, but, you know, you're here now, so listen, come in. Um, I guess, how much do you know about uh, triage? Welcome to the far side of the far side, uh, a podcast, you know, about the far side, Gary Larson's the far side. I have a guest with me on the show today, live in person. I've only had virtual guests so far, but uh, we're doing it. Uh, I've taken all my COVID tests. Have you? Yep. But what are they? Well, no, like, I, you know, the, the making sure that I was, I'm in a hazmat suit. Oh, yeah. Checked my All temp, the precautions. All the precautions. We're in a we small and ventilated room. Yeah. Uh, six feet apart. Six feet apart. We probably are two meters apart. Yeah, I'd say so. I think, you know, that may be... That may be... I mean, there's a lot of things gone wrong for the US, but... <laughs> That's but so that may be so one of them. Is Oh, that they're too close. Six feet. I mean, two meters. We've got that extra 20 centimeters on them, you know? It's true. That may be the whole I was, Yeah, game. it's not the same thing. No. Six feet and two meters. No. And I only learned that recently. Yeah. Um, from a 10-year-old. <laughs> Who was the 10-year-old? There was a, a kid at the playground, and, like, two kids were talking, and they were like, you know, you have to be two, six feet apart, six feet apart. And one kid was like, it's two meters. Like, it's the same thing. And this kid, like, schooled his friends. <laughs> Oh dear. On the fact that it wasn't a that kid isn't. It must have no be friends. smaller for kids anyway. Two meters. Like kids, not, not yeah. two meters, but the dis social distance. The actual two meters is smaller for kids. So just, well, I think kids don't. The people we've seen and tried to keep socially distant from, we kind of, if they have kids, we let the kids. We just let the kids do what the kids are going to do. <laughs> Well, that's your parenting. That's my parenting skill. Style, well, I just anyway. yeah, because I'd rather relax. Like I feel like if you're gonna see people, policing children is too hard. It's too weird to try to say you can't touch your friend. Yeah. Or share toys, or you know, I think once you make the decision to see other people with small people, then I also feel like when you have really small people our risk factors are kind of different because you can't stop them from licking things randomly, mm. picking things up. It's just a very different, you know. Not yeah. to say that I'm not going to be careful around people in general. Okay. But. If, so, if you see her on the street, you must avoid. <laughs> I would say, I would say don't come, I would say don't come too close. Uh, she is an actor uh, a voiceover artist and a stand-up comedian. Her name is Anne Gill. I, is it? Yeah. Is that your professional name? That's my professional name. Okay, yeah. 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 That's my. That's on all my professional documentation. Okay. So full disclosure, uh, we recorded an, uh, this. We tried recording this previously, uh, virtually, but there was some technical difficulties, and there was a game that we played that didn't quite work out. It was okay, but. I think it was pretty much a nil-all draw. Yeah. Um, I mean, I won, but... 
Yeah, you won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, entertainment-wise... <laughs> Maybe not so much draw. fun to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. It just took a long time. Yeah. Um, not that I've improved that game, but we're going to do a different thing <laughs> okay. uh, today. Um, so... I can't remember why I started into talking about that, but I do know... All to say we're going to try to recreate it. We're going to recreate it, exactly. Perfectly. It's weirdly, we started the last episode with talking about it, uh, trying to record a previous time. Yep. So that is the same as the previous one, yes. even though we hadn't... Yeah. So it just, this is just the audience about, is not missing out on much from the last one. No. Is what we're trying to say. Yeah, you're going to hear all the all the good stuff. Oh, we'll bring back all the good stuff. Yeah. And oh yeah, because last time I introduced you as Annie, and then afterwards I was like, oh maybe she prefers Anne. Well, I don't the, prefer Anne necessarily. It's just that it is my. Yeah. Why? I don't know what I prefer, to be honest. In person or. Yeah. It's one of those things that. I don't even know why I did Anne professionally for all my unions and things like that when I started joining mm. SAG and Equity. I just, I think because it's on all my tax stuff and on all my bank stuff because it's my birth, my given name. Yeah. Um, yeah, that it felt, does make sense. And I don't dislike it. It's not like it's my given name and I'm like, oh, don't call me that. Yeah. But it w- would be it would sound weird or it, caught, mm. it would catch the ear of any of our friends called you Anne. Yes. People will be like, who, be like, who now? Hell? Yeah. Has she passed away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Annie is, and I don't mind, like, if I'm in a new working environment where people would have, like, for example, a voiceover thing where they would have booked me as Anne. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind being Anne in that situation. It was on one of your uh, virtual stand-up shows that your co-host Diane O'Connor referred to as Anne, and I yeah. was like, who? <laughs> who is this now? Um, I know. I sort of have to decide, because I never expected stand-up to be a thing I would do. Yeah. Or keep doing. Mm. And I do find Anne a little bit weird for stand-up. Mm. It's a bit more formal. It's yes. a bit more grand. It's grown up. And yeah. I don't necessarily feel that grown up. Yeah. Even though my life might suggest otherwise. Yeah. You know. You're pretty grown up. I'm, yeah. Look, I'm coming up to 40. Spreading diseases through your children. That's yeah. how much more... No, no, I mean, that's the sign of adulthood. When are you turning 40? N- next May. So you can next start planning May. now. Okay. That's yeah. time. That's Let's... time. That's enough time. It's just, it's like coming up to just under the wire, but like, it's enough time to get some things going. Uh, well, tell me this. Uh, speaking of getting just under the wire, uh, have you ever been under a wire wire and read a Far Side comic? Great, great segue. Thank you. I've I've read Far Side comics. Yes. Uh, do you enjoy them? I do. Did you enjoy them as a youth? I do. I do. I did. Um, I don't remember when I first came across the far side mm. it's sort of always been part of my life we didn't have we were not a family that had like comic books in the house really neither of my parents is like a comedy books you know like Calvin and Hobbes you know like some yeah. houses had yeah. lots of Calvin and Hobbes or but even things like Archie and Veronica or like like kid Archie and Veronica did you guys not have those the Riverdale ones no 
So, like, we just didn't, those were not things that mom bought for us, and we didn't really have them. You know, like, some people have all those sort of jokey books in their bathroom or... Yeah. And we just didn't really, and my parents are amusing people. This is not to say that they're, like, not funny. They just didn't need them. Just didn't need them. They were like, we're amusing enough. Making making them ourselves. Our lives are a cartoon. Yeah. But I remember looking at The Far Side, as opposed to something like Calvin and Hobbes say, which was sort of the other, or Garfield, where maybe with like what, what I started with, maybe it was like the gateway drug, or looking at the funnies in the, in the paper or something yeah. with my grandparents. And I remember looking at The Far Side and being like, that's clever. Mm. Thinking it was more clever yes. than just kind of funny. Yeah. Comics are funny. I guess they're kind of a private affair, but I remember getting comic books like the Beano and the Dandy, Wizard and Chips when I was young. Yeah. Uh, and like you'd read them and, you know, you wouldn't laugh once. It's not like you're actually laughing at these things. You're not like, yeah. Yeah. But there are a what few. Desperate Dan has done now. There are a few. I also feel like The Far Side is in its own, is in its own, um, da-doom. That was too early. <laughs> I didn't even get to the punchline. <laughs> um, the Far Side is in its own category because it felt like, uh, you know, there one one panel stories. Yeah. And I also feel like you would see them, adults like them as much as Younger people. Mm. So, like, my aunt would have some on her refrigerator. Yes. For example. Like, you'd see them in grown-up places. Yeah. As well as kid places. Yeah. And that was something I remember standing out about The Far Side. And the sort of 50s look of it. It looked like Edward Scissorhands. I remember Mm. thinking that in my head, that it kind of looked like an Edward Scissorhands world. Yes. Uh, Old-fashioned-y stuff. That's all right. Shifting around. Just yourself. Changing, yeah. On the chair. Um, yeah, and now, well, you were just telling me, now, on the previous episode, you told me about having Farside stuck up all around your toilet. Uh, Which since has gone by the wayside. We did, my husband had a Farside calendar. Yeah. Uh, he thinks he was probably 12 or 13. The okay. year that it was a, a year calendar with the tearaway pages. And he saved maybe... 50 from that year or something, maybe more. But we were given an envelope from his mother that she found 50 ones that were, had been torn out and saved. Yeah. So we decided to wallpaper the cupboard under the stairs in these far side, which was sort of fun because you'd sit down on the toilet and get to look yeah. at the far side. But um, our one-year-old decided she did not like the look of them. And she liked the blue tack better than the cartoons. <laughs> so we had to save them rather than let her take them all down. Yeah. Uh, it might have been more than 50. It was a lot, anyway. What did she do with the blue tack? Oh, she just likes to stick it and stick it on other things. Okay. And Have you tried explaining the far side cartoons to a one-year-old? No, I haven't. That's a great so point. Maybe I should. think that's real life. She wouldn't. Yeah, she would not realize. The I mean, I think between. her whole perception of reality is very different anyway. So she might just be like, "I don't." Yes. Okay, yeah. That's sure. Sure. An elephant driving a truck or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. like, there's one. There was one in there with like a spaceship, and there's like a giant squid over the spaceship, and it's like, what the hell is that? And it's it's like a mix of under the sea and space. Mm. 
She'd be like, that, of course. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what a why giant squid there, is. Why wouldn't there be a squid in space? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we're going to take a look at uh, today's Far Side comic. Now, can you see it from over there? Yeah, but or I can't. Do I don't know. If, I can definitely phone? see it. You can see that it exists. I can see that it exists. Uh, we're not looking yeah, at this I one yet. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I can read it. Yeah. Okay, it's this one. Okay, I may need to describe it. You may need to describe you it. Have, I'm, I'm going to get up and look at it, and okay, then I'll come sit back sure. down again. Okay, so um, let me start to describe it. Now, interestingly, this is kind of similar to uh, one that we had for a previous virtual or a previous guest virtually, uh, Will Hines, because it's it's unusual for the far side in that there's three sections to it. Uh-huh. Um, what's the first thing that struck you when you looked at it? I was like, okay, we're in a lab, which is a sort of a common far side yes. location. Lab. It's it's lit by uh, one like lamp. Mm-hmm. That's casting a, a pool of light. It's sort of a funny kind of lab as well because it's not sort of like mad scientist. Like so, one side of the wall has the kind of mad scientist shelf of bottles. Yes, but the other side is more techy. Yeah, looking more like a space station kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, something like that. There's like a big box with dials on it, buttons and levers. Um, so I don't know what that box does, but. Uh, Okay, so we've actually seen some action here. And perhaps it's inspired by the previous one where there was a head in a jar and a mad professor had kept it alive, but the head was just really boring and annoying and he was just kind of driven insane by it. But, okay, so we've, again, we've got a head on a desk and the scientist is actually turned away from the head in the first panel and he's kind of his, but his body is turned away, but he's looking around because the head has just caught his attention by saying something. And this head is saying, oh, my God, Professor Higgins, where is my body? What have you done with my body? Ah, and OK, so he's alarmed and he's got he's got some big eyes. Now, second panel, Professor Higgins turns around Slaps him in the face and it's and it says whap. Uh, a classic slap sound. And then the head says in the third panel, thanks, I needed that. And the 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 Professor Higgins looks kind of passive throughout mm-hmm. as if uh he's this happens all the time. He's definitely a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you have to be a sociopath to to keep a head alive? I was going to say to be a mad scientist. Probably. Oh, to be a mad scientist, yeah. yeah, to not care about human beings. But maybe this human being was dying and this was the only way to keep him alive. Yeah. And the love that Professor Higgins has for... Um, I think that's exactly how Professor Higgins would describe it. Right. Because he's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So, what are your uh, what are your feelings on that one, Annie? Like, uh, yeah, it's not my favorite. No, I don't. 
I entirely get I it. Get, I, I get it insofar as I have often wanted to slap some sense into people. It reminds me of one of my new favorite movies, uh, which is Moonstruck. Oh. With Cher and Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Which I can highly recommend. I, I'd never seen it. No, I only watched it last year or something like that. Yeah, us too. And we watched it when my mom was visiting because it came up in conversation and she said, it's just like Moonstruck. We all said, we haven't seen Moonstruck. And she was like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so we watched Moonstruck and it's pretty great. There are some pretty great it's moments. Cher is good. very good. Olympia Dukakis. They're great scenes. Yeah, I feel like we, you don't. Weird. I feel like you don't get. Yeah, it's kind of unbelievable in the time frame. Like it doesn't, you know, it's got that sort of 80s thing of things happen very quickly and you just Yeah, I can barely it. remember what happens. But there are some scenes that are really fantastic. And mm. then there's the classic scene, which always comes up in movie montages of Cher slapping Nicolas Cage in the face and saying, you know, get a, what is it, get a hold of yourself? Get a hold what of yourself. It? A, yeah. I don't even don't remember that. Like, um, he's in her kitchen and she he's freaking out about something. He's really alpha male, full of testosterone, wearing a wife beater. Yeah. And she just walks up to him. She's engaged to his older brother. And so she's gone to meet oh, him. Oh, yeah. And she just smacks him in the face. And it's kind of exactly what he needed. Right. Yes. Like this slap in the face. Yeah. So that's what it sort of reminds me of is that thing. Um, yeah. So the head... Uh, Normally doesn't freak out about, like, because the slap in the face works. Yeah. Obviously, he's acknowledged that he doesn't have a body. Yeah. So, or, or this is the first time that he's, but that he realizes that he doesn't have a body, or the first time he's waking up without a body, but he's kind of like, oh yeah, of course, that should be fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, or once like, he slapped me in the face, I, I realized. we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perhaps, uh, perhaps they are colleagues. Yeah, and they're like. I mean, you know, I think on, in my relax. head, I think he might be have had been headless for ages. Okay, yeah, and he just has things where he might fall asleep and wake up and be like, "Oh, where's my?" You know. Yeah, and it's like no, slaps him back into reality. Right. So here's what we're gonna do, Annie. Okay. Rather than. Playing the game, whatever the game was. Yeah. We're going to try and figure out a full, like, f- plot of a film based oh. off of that single thing. So, okay. So let's go with that he is uh, just ahead. Yeah. What was he. And has always been ahead. And or, has always been ahead? Or maybe not. No, so we're thinking. Was born maybe... as ahead. No, let's go with that. Okay. Was born as ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So, but what did so? And was, didn't realize for a long time that oh wait, everybody else has got a body. I don't. <laughs> Grew up as a head. And did Professor Higgins? Is Professor Higgins that much older than him? I'm now. He, now that we say it, I'm thinking Professor Higgins is kind of like Professor X. Okay. So this all right. This guy's been just a head all this time. Yeah. Um and. And it seemed like a terrible disadvantage and he was an outcast. Yeah. People were like, ah, you're just ahead. All the other kids were laughing at him. But Professor Higgins comes along and he's like, this is actually, a, you know. Uh, uh, this is going to, this is. You're, gonna, you're a superhero. Right. You're going to forward humanity. Yeah. Yeah. 
we need you to save the world. We've got like a tube that uh, we need like someone to go down and it's too small for anybody else. So you're just going to roll down that tube as a head. Like that's the head's uh, job. Superpowers. Okay. And does the head, this whole thing about needing, and he's got a brain so he can kind of go, you could put him in a bag and he could be like an extra head thinker. You know, like he's yeah, kind you can of smuggle him into someone in to bag. listen to things. And yes. So maybe he's like a spy. He, yeah, he's a spy. <laughs> The head, uh, and he's known as the head. Yeah, the in head. circles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's stick the head in here. It's called Higgins and the head. And sometimes they'll no, maybe this doesn't make sense. Sometimes they'll just uh, like throw him at people, and that's called sticking the head on somebody. <laughs> or like <laughs> they'll like throw him into situations, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Love him the head." <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, sometimes you can. I just, I'm about to make a dirty joke, but I don't really want to, just in case. No, please. Yeah. Know. So they, he, they're you like, can give someone. Head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're going to need to give him a head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, my, and he's very good at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's expert. the one thing he can do. Wait, he or Professor Higgins is an expert at giving head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that's true. Professor Higgins is an expert at giving Like, head. that's kind of Professor Higgins' line is like, I think you'll find... Is this a porn movie? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Higgins is like, I think you'll find I'm very good at giving head. And then he throws the head. <laughs> the guy's like, wait a second, are you offering to give me a blowjob? And then they throw the head. Teenage boys love this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Teenage boys love this movie. Um, I also just want to Note, and this might not go anywhere, but Professor Higgins, yeah, is also the professor in it's, Pygmalion. It's a sequel. My it's a sequel to <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. Professor yeah. After Higgins. Eliza goes leaves yeah. him and goes like, well, into the world. I mean, that works. <laughs> so what am I going to do now? How about how can I top that? How, do I, how about I try and build a, an army of superheroes, mutant people? Yeah, um, okay. that I will speak. The head speaks very correctly. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. For uh, sure. Perfect diction. No, the head is perfect diction. Yeah. Very smart. Um, and I think that's how we rope in, in the marketing, how you rope in other viewers is saying the story of Professor Higgins post yeah. Eliza Doolittle. Yeah. It's <laughs> Pygmalion meets X-Men. Yeah. That's... My fair X-Men. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, and then the the tagline on the poster says, "This guy gives head." <laughs> this guy gives great head. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just him throwing like a bag, like I'm imagining one of those bowling ball bags. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. with the head is coming out of it. Yeah, and, like he releases it, like David releasing, uh, like uh, attacking Goliath. Yeah, you know? uh, and the shot. head is just coming out of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so can that does the head? have any ability to injure or kill anybody well he can bite people certainly okay he can give them a damn good nutting <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's probably about it yeah like I said I, mean, I think 13 year old boys are going to love this movie yeah 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 this is what? right up their street and it's kind of I think we could bring in a Jason Bourne element to it in terms of the spying and the yeah absolutely there yeah, could be yeah. lots of European cities he, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Involved in it, you know. Um, 
What? Who is the head's arch nemesis? Oh, probably thing, thing from the Adams family. Uh, which one is Thing? The hairy the hand. thing? Oh, the hand. Oh, yeah. Just the hand. Who can yeah. go around and open doors and unlock things and braid people's hair. Yeah, so there's a hand coming for him. Mm-hmm. And the hand, you know, is so... Dexterous. Threatening and then yes, dexterous. Threatening also, and then you just don't know what's going to do. Can move on its own. Yeah, it can move about the place. Yes, the head. He can move a little bit, but he can propel himself with his jaw. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he has mastered wiggling his ears because you know you got you've got to. He's got great something. tongue work. He's got great tongue work. Yes, he has to like uh, turn switches and knobs with his tongue. Mm-hmm. In a climactic scene in the film. Yeah. Like from that, like the bit in the cartoon, that's what that panel is. He's been practicing for the big, that's his test panel. What? The one here? Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Being slapped? No, you know, the panel inside. Oh, yes, that panel. I thought you meant like panel of the cartoon. Yeah, no, like that. Yes, the the box that's at the side of the panel. Yeah, is, uh, yeah. So the levers are the hardest part, but the buttons he can do, Mm -hmm. dials, he can, he can, I mean, do you know? Who needs a hand? With all that tongue action. Yeah. You would be good (laughs) at giving head. You would. You would. At that point, yeah. Look. Yeah, I mean, it all ties in to the big theme of giving head. Yeah. What, uh, and what about a love interest? Oh, uh, mm. great question. I think a spy from the other side. Mm-hmm. But an Probably, able-bodied spy, like a bodied spy? Maybe just a body. Oh, interesting. I think in the sequel, you're going to get two heads. It's like, look who's talking to. It's like, okay. so the sequel, there's maybe the sequel has this, the Russian spy that's just ahead. Okay. And that's a woman. Yeah. And they're like, what? Everyone loves a female Russian spy. Yeah. Yeah. The spy who loved me yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Here's someone from the other side. Uh, yeah. Okay. My question now. Mm-hmm. Who plays the head? Ooh. Who are we casting? <sighs> Who's got a great head? Exactly. Who can do everything a with their head? A noble brow. Noble brow. Who's the first person that jumps into your mind? Let's let's both say. Oh God, I, I two two people jumped into my head, to, into my head. Tom Cruise was the first one, just because he's in all these I've action films. I'm thinking about films. Mission Impossible. Gerard Depardieu is what bumped into my head. Wow, because that's a head. <laughs> wow, yes, I thought of a big-headed. He might be person too big as well. I don't know that we need a big-headed person. Maybe we need someone more like Greg no. Kinnear, nerdy, unassuming. The everyman. But still, yeah, somehow a good-looking head. Yeah. I thought of a big head as well of David Harbour. Well, yeah. <laughs> Those guys are like head toughs. That's, yeah, yeah. Wait, who did you say? Greg Kinnear was my son. No, Gerard Depardieu. Oh, Depardieu. Yes, sorry, I was thinking of Jean Reno for a second there. I, I thought that's Jean who Reno. you meant. The the Leon, the professional. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, Depardieu. Oh, my God. That's a different film. <laughs> I mean, there's no way Depardieu is a, like, in a comedy film, he's a spy, but not in any way in a serious yeah. film. Yeah. Well, I know. I think we have to make that decision. This is this is a dramatic porn. This is dramatic porn. <laughs> yeah, there's, there might, but that's who popped in my head first. But yeah, maybe Greg Kinnear. What Kinera about? Or, oh yeah, what about um, someone pretty? 
Yeah, what about that guy? Do you know who I think is good? And I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Is... Uh, what's his name now? I feel like his surname is... Wilson. But he's not Luke or Owen Wilson. Oh, what's he in? He's in Little Children. And he's in... Have you seen Bone Tomahawk? No. Never even heard of it. Uh... You might enjoy it, but it's intense, particularly at the end. Bone okay. Tomahawk, it's a Western. It's good. I think Connor McCarthy would definitely like it, your husband. What about Fassbender? Is he too much head? Mm, Fassbender, yeah. Fassbender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let me find, see if I can find this guy. And who's Higgins? Oh. I mean, I think this is more important. And you know who just popped into my head first, who I haven't thought about in a long time, who we can't really talk about, is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, God. Just the right amount of sociopathic creepness. Yeah. Patrick Wilson. Okay. Oh, Patrick sh- Wilson. Yes. You know him? Mm-hmm. I do. I saw him play Curly in Oklahoma on Broadway. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he's in The Angels he's in America. Good. He's got a good head. He does. I like. I think that's a and good I, choice, I, yeah. I'm like, what's he been in in a while? Um, He's in... Uh, like, he was in... He was doing well. I was like, oh, this guy's yeah. good. He is good. But He's a really good actor. Looking around, looking at his IMDb now, and none, I haven't heard of. But maybe that's perfect for the head. In you the know, tall maybe grass. we need somebody who. Yeah, I'm like there's, there's no point in giving it to Tom Cruise. Yeah, let's give it to Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Okay, Patrick Wilson is the head. And, and he's then, a very good actor. He's a stage actor, so he he's you know yeah he he's not do, just he, a film actor. No, he's not just bullshit. a film actor. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is. He's. Uh, Multifaceted and again, yeah, not too well known. I think that's a good, yeah, a good trait for this character. Mm. Uh, and who's the Professor Higgins? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's let's discount Spacey. We can't we can't, ca- we can't it's hire Spacey. Gotta be Cosby. We gotta get Cosby <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. Um, in his first ever uh, film role, Weinstein. It's oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, that's the. Uh, okay, who's professorial? Do we need it to be? What about like, um, oh, uh, um, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Um, Brian. Um, yeah, Brian. Brian. <laughs> yes. Um, he would be good. Uh. Let's just find out the name. So that, uh, uh, Brian Cranston. Cranston. I was mm. going to say Cranich. Brian Cranston. Yeah, he would be good. Cranston as a professor? Yeah, I'll take Cranston as Professor Higgins. Okay, all right. In the actual cartoon, uh, he, he's he got a mustache yeah. and is bald on top. Yeah. Like, has kind of uh, large tufts of hair at the side. So I'd like to Similar see Cranston. Similar to Cranston. my daughter. Similar to your daughter, yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about Minus that before the, the ep- before the yeah episode. we weren't talking yeah, about that but but uh, yeah so um, I like that yeah, yeah. He so pull we off the look yeah let's let's get Cranston like that okay yeah and Patrick Wilson and then we're gonna need well the thing doesn't need I mean whose hand I it should be oh, like oh I know who's well maybe there's a family of things you know who uh, whose hands I always notice who's got crazy Ooh. hands is um. Oh my god, the name is <laughs> We're doing well on names. We are not I am not nailing nailing names right now. 
Um, I was thinking it's going to have to be a female hand. Sure. That wasn't who I was thinking of, but the, uh, it's got to be a nice, I think. Who, who's, I mean, we could have a couple of hands in there. I was just who's, thinking maybe there needs to be a family of hands. Oh. Because there is nothing creepier than a tiny child's hand. Oh. Disembodied. Ooh. Getting into small yeah. things. Tying, untying the tiny yes. knots. Yes. And you ha- you do have children, and that's how you think of them. Yep. <laughs> Creepy. Just, don't show me your hands. Put your hands away. Well, I like, and also, them. my children's hands are, like, their nails grow very quickly, and I find that very creepy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, wait, who, what, were the na- what was the person you were thinking of, of the weird hands? Michael first? Gambon has the amazing <laughs> hands. His <laughs> fingers are, like, double the length of a normal person's. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and when yeah. I saw him do crap's last tape at the gate, I was like, do they yeah. just look that way on film? Or is that how the person's shooting them yeah, to make them look creepier? It's the like hands. like in Harry Potter, you know, and it's like these crazy hands. But in real life, they are as crazy. And I saw him in the bar afterwards, and they are <laughs> nuts. <laughs> They're nuts. Okay, Gambon. So he could be like the grandfather hand. Yeah, grandfather hand. He's the mastermind. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then I, I can't picture any like. There's no John. I think because like like the way what uh, Vin Diesel played Groot in a kind of pointless way yes like I think maybe like John Cena he's <laughs> got a guy of huge hands like that's a I can't even I can't picture his hands but presumably they're massive uh, thumping hands yeah uh, who's a female hand I I, I mean um, what's her name uh, the one from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I think her hands will be very agile. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Which is uh, what you want. Yeah. 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 To, to contrast with John Cena's yeah, massive, massive. Ham, ham fists. Yeah. Yeah. You need you need some that are more delicate. Hmm. I mean, and yeah, is one of them does one of them wear nail polish? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you might just Does one know. of them has a, co- a Coke That's, finger? What's that? Oh, Coke finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Nowhere to put Maybe it. Maybe the baby ant has a Coke po- finger. <laughs> yes. It's poisoning people. Oh. Oh, creeps into your like room it. at night and... Takes out a little... A little bit of cocaine. Never just leave a cocaine. water glass by your bed, people. <clears throat> what? Never leave a water glass by your oh, bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know any child actors? I couldn't really tell you who's got tiny, creepy hands. No. I, any of them. I mean, there's there's no child who doesn't have creepy hands. Yeah, yeah, just some child. <laughs> just doesn't a matter. Child, yeah. Uh, good. An agile child. Yeah. yeah. So, is that it? Yeah. Anything else we can think of for the we film? We need we need some able-bodied, full-bodied, and headed baddies. Okay. Um. Who hasn't played a baddie? Like who's who always would- the nice guy? Yeah, it would just be interesting to see. Hmm. Great question. Judy Dench? You love Judy Dench for a baddie, yeah. Yeah. Some of that, or Helen Mirren? Both of them. Both of them. Mirren and Dench! Have they ever been in anything together? Not that I know of. Mirren and Dench as the baddies. Yep, love it. Releasing the hands. And they're yep, and they're playing off as these like little old ladies who've always lived in this village. They always live next door to each other. Yeah. They're church members. Mm. They make quilts and Victoria sponges. Yeah. Stick the head on them. And we don't know that they're baddies until the very end. 
Oh, okay. So we just think it's the hands. How about that? Yeah, we yeah. think the hands, we don't know where they're coming from. Yeah, but... It's them. It's them. It was... I think you'd be sneakingly suspicious. Because Dench and Mirren, you're like, there's no way they're both casting this for no reason. Yeah, you'd be kind of like... Uh, but then it makes the person want to go back and watch it again for all the little hints dropped throughout sure. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because maybe you give them a storyline that seems... Like it's helping the head somehow. Hmm. Yeah. This is good. What happened to them that they want revenge against the head? That's well, maybe it. I mean, like, they may just the be planning world domination. Oh, oh my god. I am your mother. Head. Or are they lesbians? I and I mean, um, oh, this can we was, add a lesbian element this to was, it? The, the head was born out of early attempts at IVF. They, the doctor got distracted while inserting the sperm into, and he only inserted up as far as the head DNA. <laughs> this is some real science, people. There's this, a, this is, is real fact. science. This could happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they're furious with the world because of that and they want to take on the world. Yeah. Mm, interesting. So, so that's good. Yeah. So actually... At the start, that's how we meet them, and then you'd be like, "Oh, they're they're not up to anything," and right. then the head has to face his own parents. Yeah, yeah, I big think so. big reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and his siblings, the hands. Oh right, are they actually siblings? No, but like that's you know they're. But- there's a kind of There's something going on with the hands. Hands are so the hands start taking over London. I mean that's gonna be our that's they're, gonna that's gonna be our franchise is really the hand the story of the hands. I yeah. Think. They're stealing the crown jewels yeah. and stuff like that. They're mm-hmm. holding people to ransom. They're drugging people with the yeah. and, finger. Uh so the head is sent in to take care of them, uh, recruited by Professor Higgins from My Fair Lady, mm-hmm. uh Henry Higgins and <laughs> Maybe the the hand starts out with what's a speech. Our, what's impediment. our time? What's our time? Like, what time are we in? Oh yeah. What's the time period? Time period. Mm. I mean, are we going for like you know the the late nineteen hundreds? Are we going for? Mm. Is it set in space? Sure. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'll, I'll go for late nineteen hundreds. Or are we going to set it in far side time? Like you know, high fifties. Uh. Yeah, in the 50s. No, so Henry Higgins is old then by this stage. Right. Or older. When is I mean, My Fair Lady said? 1900s. Well, 1900, you mean? Like before the 20s, sort of like, I think, 14. Oh, 19, like yeah, pre-World pre-1900 War I, and 1910. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so well, then if it's the next thing, then I suppose it's between, let's, let's, Henry Higgins get through the First World War okay and then it's in between the wars great yeah. who doesn't love that time period yeah 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 roaring twenties no, yeah um, prohibition in the states prohibition Charles Lindbergh <laughs> yeah uh, oh cool aviation stuff yeah yeah cool yeah cool aviation yeah, stuff yeah, 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 yeah. I highly recommend uh, the book One Summer by okay. have you read this now no uh, by Bill Bryson oh I love Bill Bryson yeah it's a really good book he just Oh, I've heard of it. And it's about Lindbergh and... 
It's about everything um, that happened that happened in yeah. 1927. Something about so, the World Series as well, right? Yeah, yeah, he talks about Babe Ruth and um, Lou Gehrig, and and he yeah, he just goes into all and prohibition and all these things that were going on and uh, the first sound films and all this stuff that happened in 1927, and and they all kind of link in with each other and stuff cool. like that. But it's just really cool stories, um, like the U.S. government knowingly and willfully murdered like 3,000 people during Prohibition by poisoning like you can't get rid of alcohol because it's used for all these other things like apart from just drinking rubbing alcohol and yeah even just processing like petrol and all these kinds of things I don't even understand I can't even remember but so they so they put arsenic into that all that alcohol and people Trying it anyway because it was the only alcohol they could get, so and they died. So the U.S. government like killed people to try and you know poisoned God. all these people Puritans. to try and keep prohibition going. Ugh. Yeah, America. and it was a disaster. Anyway, it's a good book. Okay. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we'll. It's that's, set, that's the time stamp. Nineteen twenty-seven. All of those things are going to be in there. Yeah. Uh, we love don't it. know how yet, but uh, yeah. I love it. I just also want to say something about the last, when we did this last time with the game that didn't work very well. You had one. I was trying to guess one that was about a mummy and two um, archaeologists discovering a mummy. Yeah. And in the news last week. A a far side cartoon, yeah. Yeah, but in the news last week, they did an MRI scan of an actual mummy. Oh, yeah. This is real. This is not far side. And they were able to recreate the mummy's mouth and larynx in 3D scanner oh, yeah. to make a sound. Did you hear this story? Yes, I did hear the <laughs> did sound. Did you hear the sound? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is like the perfect sound for 2020. <laughs> like if any creature, if there was going to be a human sound for 2020, this is the sound. And I wish I could recreate it myself. It's just like a but hey, I'm, isn't it? Hey! It's, it's like it's like a huh! It's like a, <laughs> it sounds like someone getting like hit very hard in the upper yeah. stomach. Like, huh! <laughs> but it's lower. It's man sound. You know, it's like, huh! <laughs> That's, anyway, it's like, <laughs> yep, we've been there. Uh, it's very short and very quick, but I look it up. It's funny. Also good is you can look it up. On YouTube, I think it was shared around the place. I watched the whole documentary about Neanderthals. Oh, showing off now! What else have you watched years ago? But then there's one clip which is kind of hilarious. They um, they get a vocal expert and they look at the larynx of the Neanderthal and they get a vocal expert and and a trained actor and she works with them to create. Here's what a Neanderthal would have sounded like, and it's it's basically the sound that Ricky Gervais kind of (laughs) makes. Like it's just <laughs> that's what Neanderthal said. Kind of, yeah, like a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, all those sounds have blown out uh, the uh, speakers. I your, hope you enjoyed our yeah. their vocal styling. That's the film. What's oh, the film funny. called? Uh, the head. Stick the head Higgins on you. Higgins in the head. Higgins in the head. No, what was it? We had thought of another. Oh, title. my fair like, head. No, my fair because X-Men. the tagline is. Gives great head. Oh yeah, he gives good head. Uh, he gives good head. Ugh. The next men. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, listen, we'll come up with the title. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll work on the title. Yeah. Maybe we'll just still build Bryson's. One summer. Yeah. It'll be very confusing. <laughs> we need to rake the people this? in. This is interesting. It's like, oh, my best yeah. Oh, my fair lady. Oh. Well, and it's a porno. Great. Uh, do buy the rights from us for that film. Yeah. We will make it. Um, Patrick Wilson, if you're listening, Everyone's get gonna, in touch. Yeah, please get in touch. Yeah. I feel like this is a great post-quarantine vehicle yeah. for you. Um, but until then, um, Anne, thanks for being on the show. <laughs> thank you, Mark. <laughs> Annie, thank you for being on the show. No problem, Um And we... Oh, do you want to unplug anything? Sorry. Uh, when is this coming out? We don't know. Tomorrow, um, probably. Who on... Uh, August the 5th, I have another viral comedy. Yeah. Viralcomedy.club. So that's Some like... You can watch stand-up comedy from your own home. Stand-up comedy from your own home. And we have uh, Alison Spittle will be on. Yeah. On the 5th. And she's brilliant. She's headlining. It's going to be a great show next... Uh, it's basically two weeks from yesterday. Um, and then on the 7th of August, Saturday the 7th, I'm taking part in a event that is normally up in Belfast every August called Breastable and it's all about mums and breastfeeding and parenting and I'll be doing some stand-up at that on August the 7th breastful.ie and that's another virtual another virtual event groovy yeah Uh, I'm not sure that you will see breasts but we will talk about them I mean, you can see breasts. I've found it. There's a website. It's very easy. I'll send you. Yeah, yeah. Link yeah. it. Link it in the bio. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, and uh, until next time, I will see you back here on the far side of the far side. Oh.